Welcome back everyone to A Zero to A Hero, the podcast for Spanish beginners at Babbel. Last week, Hector helped me get to grips with introducing myself in Spanish, so now I can say a little bit more than just hola before I panic and stop talking again. <laughs> um, buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches, depending on the time you are listening to this podcast. My name is Hector and welcome to the second episode of your favorite language learning podcast, A Zero to A Hero. And why don't you tell me what you have been up to, Katrina? Well, I've been cornering some of my Spanish-speaking friends at various times of the day and bamboozling them by introducing myself on multiple occasions, just to get in some practice. It might sound stupid, but I found it useful just to use the basic phrases I've got in real-life conversational situations. Um, and most of them also knew que onda, so I felt quite, uh, quite good about myself and they were impressed I had something more colloquial up my sleeve. Okay, so now we know that they actually understand que onda in the Spanish-speaking world. So I'm glad to hear that you're practicing what we have learned. I have been. And I think it would be really great now if I could go one step further and have a little more of a conversation with with people. So something more than just hello, ask them how they are, also being able to answer that question if they ask it back. Sometimes I, I stop myself from going any further since the differences with the word you in Spanish can be a little bit confusing, I think especially to English native speakers. And I don't want to offend anyone. So you don't want your English to play tricks on you then. Exactly. So maybe by the end of today's episode, it'd be great if I could ask people how they are, my friends, for example, but also maybe more formal situations with people I don't know as well. Um, and I guess for that, I'll need to brush up on my verbs to be, so ser and estar. Mm -hmm, yes. We'll also have a look at some more words for feelings, maybe, so I can answer the questions better in El Tesauro. And we just want to remind our listeners that you can pause, rewind and play this podcast as many times as you want to. Okay, so let's make an A hero out of you. ¿Cómo estás? ¿Cómo estás? Hector, what does this mean? How are you? Ah, ¿cómo estás? Estás. Yo soy. So this isn't the verb ser. No, that is the verb estar. The verb ser is normally used with permanent characteristics such as your name, that's why you say yo soy Katrina or soy Katrina. Uh, you can also use ser with professions, for instance, tú eres locutora. Mm, what does this mean? That means you're a broadcaster. Ah, yo soy locutora. Yes. Um, so I can use the verb ser with names for myself. Yo soy Katrina, tú eres Hector, and professions. Yo soy locutora y tú eres... Editor. 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 The stress is on the last syllable. Editor. Tú eres Hector y eres editor. Good. Very good. So going back to your question, how are you, elicits a mood. For example, I'm fine, or... I'm happy, or also a physical state. I'm tired, for example. For this type of concepts, you use the verb estar. ¿Cómo estás? ¿Cómo estás? And here we're already conjugating the verb estar, correct? That's correct. So we don't need to include tú in the question. Mm, yes, tú is not necessary because it's already conjugated. Perfect. And when I was doing my lessons, I learned that there are Two words in Spanish for, for you, so tú, the informal version, and usted, the formal version. 
I think for people who don't speak the language well, I think especially for English natives like myself, it's difficult to understand when you should use one or the other. Um, for example, I feel like the Osteth formal version, often with people who are older than you, specifically people you're not close to, so uh, maybe your boss at work, um, maybe that would be a setup you would definitely use Osteth, at least at the beginning, until they were to suggest you change to something less formal. Mm, yes, that, that, well, you have basically described what happens and um, if people don't feel comfortable with the level of formality they will let you know it's like oh that was too formal you can just use two with me so it's better here uh, to use the the form usted and then allow the other person to tell you to use uh, two so yes two and usted both refer to the same person that is a person who is addressed during a conversation And the difference lies in the degree of formality. As you already said, in English, you don't use one specific word. The degree of formality is more related to the grammar structure, such as an indirect question. Um, you could ask uh, easily, where's the nearest bank? But more formally would be, could you tell me where the nearest bank is? Or with the use of uh, could instead of can, Uh, or maybe given um, indirect instructions instead of just using imperatives. That's true. Directness does kind of change the, the meaning in English. But we've been asking each other, como estas? So I think and hope, Hector, that we're on friendly, informal terms. So this would be the informal version. And what if I want to make this more formal? You ask, como está usted? Como está usted? Yes, what changed? Well, the verb ending, no longer estás, está, and we're also including usted, so... Exactly, the conjugation changes and you add the pronoun this time. And why is it necessary that we have the pronoun now? Well, the formal you in Spanish, usted, takes the conjugation of the third person. In this case, él, he in English, and ella, she in English. Um, so, if I'm not mistaken, this also works similarly in Italian. Come sta lei? I know that you speak Italian. That's true. Yeah, it does. And uh, here, in order to avoid ambiguities, it is best to add the pronoun Como esta usted? Como esta usted? Okay. And if I'm answering a question like that, I can say estoy bien, right? Uh, yes, in that aspect, Mexicans and Brits are not that different. We're always fine, thank you. Very true. And um, <laughs> I assume that the formal version is usually used with older people then, or people older than myself. Yes, there is the age factor, but also how familiar you are with the person. There might also be a geographical aspect to it. For example, in certain parts of Colombia, uh, usted is used even with closer friends and family. And in certain parts of Mexico, although this has become less and less common, people also use it to refer to their parents. Cool, I didn't know that about the cultural differences. That's always good to know. So I guess now I can talk to my friends informally, asking them como estas, where I don't need to include tú, since that's already understood from the verb conjugation. And if I want to be more formal, I should ask como está usted, where the usted is, well, necessary to avoid extra confusion, good for practice at the beginning, so might as well just pop in. <laughs> yes. And to all of that, I can answer, estoy bien, also using estar. Mm -hmm. 
So all of this is with a star, and if I'm using ser, it's for more set, fixed characteristics like my name, yo soy Katrina, or your profession, Hector, tu eres editor. Mm -hmm. Very good. And what about the plurals? So I know we have plural you as well. So ustedes, vosotros, when should I use what, when? Well, both ustedes and vosotros refer to a group of people, the group of people that are being addressed. And that is again, you. Ustedes is gender neutral and it can be used with a mixed group as well as with a group of only women or only men. Vosotros is used with an only man or a mixed group and vosotras with a group of women. Ah, okay. So we don't have that distinction in English. We don't use a plural form for you and who you're referring to is always just determined by the context. So I guess on certain occasions, although it's very colloquial and not strictly speaking grammatically correct, you could have y'all, use, you guys, that makes it more explicit, but a little bit different. Yes. So vosotros and vosotras is a European variation for you. And ustedes is more common in Latin America, but also in the south of Spain and the Canary Islands as well. Interesting. So how do I say it if I want to ask a group of people how they are? You ask, ¿Cómo están? ¿Cómo están? And I guess that's using ustedes. Correct. Okay. And I can also eliminate the pronoun here as well. Indeed. And what about vosotros? Um, yes, with vosotros you would ask, ¿Cómo estáis? ¿Cómo estáis? Okay, and a rather anti-democratic request, Hector, but how do I answer for the whole group? Uh, estamos bien, gracias. Estamos bien, gracias. Okay. So the plural you in Spanish can take on different forms. We've got the ustedes and vosotros, interchangeable, arguably, although one used more in in Europe, European Spanish, and the other more in Latin America. Ustedes is the gender-neutral form, and vosotros always takes a gender. So vosotros for a male group and vosotras for a female group. I would like to clarify that uh, this is totally intelligible among uh, Spanish speakers, so you can easily use vosotros with uh, people from Latin America or ustedes with people from Europe, and they will understand. Perfect. So I have the option of asking, ¿Cómo están or estis? ¿Cómo estáis? ¿Cómo estáis? Exactly. I, as in bike. ¿Cómo estáis? ¿Cómo estáis? Very good. But Hector, what if I don't want to be British all the time and just stay, say, estoy bien, gracias? Such a wide range of emotions. Maybe I can add to that. <laughs> uh, good. Yeah. Shall we jump into El Tesoro then? I think that would make sense. So if you remember, El Tesauro is our section where we explore some new and more varied phrases so I can extend my vocabulary along with all of you. So it is true that in Britain at least we're always just fine and doing well unless you're at death's door. Um, I would like to learn some more ways of responding depending on how I'm actually feeling. So I mean right now is the end of the day and I'm always a little bit sleepy after a day filled with meetings. So Hector, how do I say I'm tired? Estoy cansada. Estoy cansada. Okay, and I guess I'm saying cansada because I'm a girl, right? I'm taking That's the right. Mm -hmm. Genders. So for men, cansado. Correcto. ¿Cómo estás, Katrina? Estoy cansada. 
Can I also say estoy muy cansada? Mm, yes, especially after a long day. And what about uh, the opposite to this, if I'm excited? I know that that word can be a bit tricky in different languages. Uh, yes, excited is a false friend in Spanish. Uh, false friends are words that look similar in two different languages, but mean two different things. In this case, the false friend of excited is excitado, which has more of a sexual connotation. So I guess I shouldn't be going around saying estoy excitada then. Uh, no, you can say estoy emocionada. Estoy emocionada. Estoy muy emocionada. Yes, exactly. Perfect. And what about the complete opposite if I'm bored? Uh, you would say estoy aburrida. Estoy aburrida. Hmm, be careful not to use the wrong verb here. Estoy aburrida y soy aburrida are both grammatically correct, but they mean two different things. Estoy aburrida is an emotion. Boredom has overtaken you. You are affected by boredom. Ah, I see. And if I say soy aburrida, it means that I'm really boring. Yes, yes. Which, of course, we all know you aren't. Thank you, Hector. <laughs> Something else that's definitely not boring is our quiz. And I think I'm about ready for mine now. Okay, so let's get ready. Good, so let's start with our quiz. The first question. You can be translated into Spanish in different ways. <sighs> what are they? Oh, so many ways, Hector. So we have tú for singular informal, usted for formal singular. Very good. <laughs> uh, ustedes for the more gender neutral plural, vosotros and vosotras. Exactly. Now, the second question. When do you use verb ser? Ser. So, yo soy, things like soy Katrina. So, for names for fixed characteristics. Yes, yes. More for fixed characteristics, yes. And what about the verb estar? When do you use it? Estar. Uh, <laughs> all the times I'm not using ser, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, to reply to how I am. Estoy bien. Estoy Aburrida. <laughs> exactly, but just momentarily. Just momentarily. Yes, good. Okay, and how do you ask, how are you, to an older person? So an older person, I'm probably going to use the more formal version, so I could ask, ¿Cómo está usted? Very good. Okay, and what is the difference between ustedes and vosotros? Um, okay, I do remember this. So ustedes is the, the gender neutral variation that... Uh, used more often in Latin America, though, like you said, everyone will understand. On vosotros for the plural form of you as well, but it takes a gender. So vosotros or vosotras. Very good. And what three words did you learn today to answer to the question, ¿Cómo estás? I learned to say that I'm tired, so estoy cansada. And if you were tired, then you would... Um, um, Estás cansado. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I learned not to say. Um, I definitely learned not to say estoy excitada too often, but rather uh, estoy emocionada. Very good. Or estoy aburrida. Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay. Now, um, what's the difference between soy aburrido and estoy aburrido? Ah, yes. So my, my state, my emotion, like I just said, estoy aburrida, uh, would be that I'm bored, that I'm feeling bored, or soy aburrida, something I'm definitely not, would mean that I am boring. Okay, 
Good. So now let's try to put it all together. Uh, just before we do that, Hector, can I ask you one question? Yeah, sure. Um, how do I say how about you? Y tú. Oh, that was easy. And I imagine then y usted, if I'm being formal. Y usted. Y usted. Mm-hmm. So try to emphasize the last syllable, y usted. Y usted. Well, let's start with our role play. And the first scenario, I'm going to greet you and ask how are you. And depending on how you feel, you tell me how you are. Okay. Hey. Katrina, <laughs> uh, buenos días. Buenos, Hector. <laughs> ¿Cómo estás? Estoy bien. Uh, estoy un poco cansada. Okay. ¿Y tú? Yo estoy también muy bien. Mm, emocionado por este podcast. Qué bien. <laughs> okay, so now I want you to pretend that I'm an older man that you barely know. And um, I want you to use the, the proper phrases. Okay, I'll do my best. Okay. Um, buenos días. Muy buenos días, señor Hector. ¿Cómo está usted? Estoy muy bien. ¿Y usted cómo está? Yo también estoy bien. Gracias. Pero no me digas usted. Me puedes decir tú. Ah, gracias. Okay. So that last phrase meant that you don't have to use usted with me. You can use tú. Making my life a lot easier. Yes. <laughs> okay, well done. I think it's improved. I think I could use a bit more practice, so I'll definitely try and use all the phrases I've learned in this podcast before next time. But um, yeah, it's definitely clarified the, the you issue. So now it's just to, to remember the differences and try not to offend all the Spanish speakers I meet. <laughs> no, we will not be offended at all. Okay, and uh, for the next episode, we have a little surprise for our listeners, don't we? We do indeed. So if you don't want to miss that, please remember to subscribe to A0 to A Hero on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening and send us your comments to podcasting at babble.com and write A0 to A Hero in the subject line. That's all we've got for today. Hasta luego. Hasta luego. 